We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Yeah, have fun. Hey, Em. Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Dylan? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Can loud. Can we just blow up the board, Dylan? <laughs> no, you're good. He's like, oh, now I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Hey, no. guess what, everybody? I'm sorry, I'm back. She's back, <laughs> finally. I hate, to, I hate to tell y'all, I'm back. Ugh. Did you miss about, me? I mean, that's one way you could put it, yes. Did you cuss me? That's another way you could put it. Did you cry? I did not, I was not moved to tears. Out of anger? (laughs) (laughs) May have shook my fist at the heavens. Damn you, Jennifer! (laughs) Stick me here for freaking 10 days. In the cold. In the cold. It has been cold. (laughs) So, you know, it's almost like not right. So you go on like a vacation, right? And so we went somewhere very warm, which was Mm -hmm. fantastic. Sunshine, you know, whatever. Rub it in. And then, I I am. And then we get home. Get drive from Cincinnati to Jackson, get to Jackson at like, you know, eight at night, get up at seven in the morning and drive to Cleveland. <laughs> so yeah. we were home for like less than oh. 12 hours. We went from then the Bahamas to, drive to, to Cleveland. Uh, well, no, uh, yeah, Mexico, Mexico, Grand Cayman. Yeah, all to that Cleveland. stuff. Yeah. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland. I was trying to get myself pumped up, like driving into Cleveland yeah. by like, like. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I should have sent you guys pictures. So, funny story. I um, can see the horse queen oh, back. Oh, thanks, Rick. <laughs> oh, my crown. Looks more like horse It ears. looks like antlers, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Bullwinkle. So, our guest over there doesn't know about, about the horse queen, so we'll have to no. explain to I him. also Cedric. don't know about the horse queen. What? <laughs> Dylan doesn't Dylan's know about here. the horse Dylan's queen? Dylan's been here I've heard for, the like... name for a long, long time. I'm always just like, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we haven't even Jennifer, explained it to you. Jennifer no. was the 1990 horse queen. At the Jackson At County Fair. At the Jackson Fair. County Fair. Oh, okay. That and makes I'm sense. still living vicariously through that. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, like she, my she, claim to fame. She had a cowboy hat with a crown on it. I did. I had to find pictures and bring that in too. You should. Yeah, with the crown. You know, because everybody has a cowboy hat with a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, by the way, wanted to give a shout out to my girl Tasha. Love you so much. Um, former staff member working at Burger King now. And I was like, who is this pleasant person when I went through the drive through? Because we got home and didn't have any coffee, right? And um, I'm like, this is the most pleasant drive-through person ever. And I pulled up, and there was Tasha. And I was like, hey, 
Yay! So yeah, Tasha will hook you up in the Burger King drive-thru. She is the most pleasant, pleasant person ever. So she's a sweetie. Shout out to Tasha. Tasha, thank you. When I go through Burger King drive-thru, they just demand that I buy an extra cookie for 99 cents. No, it's two cookies for 99 cents. Get it right, James. (laughs) My bad. In fact, I turned it down and then turned the corner and thought I should have bought those two cookies (laughs) just as a um, A peace offering. Peace offering to you. Well, hey, I gave you my. You hash did give browns. me hash brown. I would rather have hash browns than Burger King <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Here, James, I'm sorry I've been gone for yeah. two weeks. Here's some hash browns to yeah. make it up to you. I mean, to be honest, it, it it's kind of working. You're buttering me up a little bit. Just don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So yeah. So I ha- I forgot to send you guys the pictures. So Jamie was in. Um, meetings all day the the um first day that we were at in cleveland well Mm -hmm. not all day but like till like three Mm -hmm. so i'm like i can either sit in the hotel room or i can go do something yeah and so i'm like what do you do in cleveland when you're you know that your spouse would never want to do you go see a Christmas story house. Oh, nice. So I went yeah. all by myself like a turd. Yeah. And uh, it was so cute. Oh, I my bet. God. But I had no idea that this thing is the is the gigantic production in which it is. Uh-huh. So basically, they've, bu- they've bought up like half the city block now. Oh, wow. But the weird thing is the Christmas story house is in a residential neighborhood. So sure. the poor people that live around there... I can't even imagine at Christmas oh, yeah. time. Like I was there. The traffic and everything, yeah. Yeah, I was there at one on, I can't remember what day. I don't even know what day this is. Um, this would be Thursday, tu- right? Tuesday, right. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one o'clock on a Tuesday, just rando, and uh-huh. there were seven people in my tour group. I'm like at $18 a piece. Oof. So, but it's really cool. So, dude um, loved the movie. House went up for sale on um, eBay huh. years ago, like in yeah. back in early 2000s. Right. So, it was getting bid on. So, he literally sends him a message. is like, I will give you $150,000 like cash right now if you just take it off eBay. Mm-hmm. And they were like, cool. Sold. So he buys house, puts about two hundred fifty grand back in it to, um, because it w- it had just gone. It had metal siding on it, like it didn't look anything yeah. like the house in the movie. So there's this whole story around it, and it was really cool. The guide, you know, gives you the whole story and like all these fun facts about the movie, which I can tell us about sometime. But I don't okay. want to take up yeah. Cedric's uh, time because we have a special we do have guest, a guest here today, yeah. on it's the program today. Just me. No. <laughs> People are probably tired of seeing you. I'm tired of seeing me. <laughs> Just kidding. So what all did you guys get into while I was We got gone? into a lot of trouble while you're here. Uh, no, we had John Boy in one day. Yeah. Uh, Josh Willett came in a couple times into the show. <clears throat> Yesterday we had Cornbread and Deadpan Brittany. Good Dead, time. Deadpan? Deadpan Brittany. What's that mean? Like deadpan comedy, like, uh, like dry. She is definitely that yeah i laughed Love so hard though, like. so i just happened to be flipping like i was on facebook as we were driving um yesterday and so i thought well i'm gonna see who was on the show today and i clicked yeah. on it and Brittany was just she popped up and said something like totally dry and i'm uh-huh. like dying laughing because she's so funny and, she's very funny yeah so uh Brittany showed me she's like want to see my snapchat from last night and i'm like Sure, Brittany. And it's a video. It's like a video of her walking down the street, pitch black, to get her mail last night, at, like after dark. And she's like, oh, it's it's so dark and creepy. And whoa. And she freaking hit a patch of ice and just busted her ass. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome, she, but that's she's pretty like, funny. She's like, I legit think this is the funniest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you what, like, especially up in Cleveland, we got that, um, it started raining and didn't think anything about it. And we had to go to all these different, we were forced to go to all these different breweries and Mm -hmm. like we had meetings at different breweries. It was really horrible. Um, we were forced to drink and eat. Um, but you'd look outside and you'd be like, oh, it's raining. And then you would step outside and it was nothing but a sheet of 
ice. Yeah, I bet. I it bet. Was, so I feel like Jamie and I spent the entire like three days like walking like walking walk like, like a, a penguin. Duck, walking yeah. Up. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Cleveland weather is like legit yeah. like. Um, completely off the yeah. chain compared to what we deal with here. Cause we have like the wind and then everything that came down froze and mm-hmm. it was, it was a nightmare. So yeah. Well, so I can't we, imagine living there. So you did miss a lot of excitement while you were gone it here too. Like it. The, uh, probably the biggest thing that we got to do while you're gone was we got to hang out with the Cincinnati Reds, not once, not twice, but three times. I mean, well, I leave town and, and cool people come yeah. to town. That's so, not uh, And by the way, I've, I've got a, uh, a Marty Brenneman story to tell you off the air. So, so just okay. remember that. It's good. I can I've imagine. Been, I've been dying to tell you this for okay. a week now. No, uh, now do you believe me when I say oh, things? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's, just say, let's just say he confirmed your stories. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, I'm glad someone did because James yeah. didn't believe me. No, I anyway. believed you, but I've heard it from the horse's mouth now. <laughs> um, but so it all kicked off with two Mondays ago. Uh, the, a big group of us went up to Cincinnati yeah. for the Reds affiliate luncheon. What's What that is, is anybody that works for a Reds affiliate radio station, which we are here at WIPC, and sure. we're now affiliated with WTH in Athens. Yeah. We're both radio affiliates. So about eight of us from Jackson drove up there. And when we got up there, you know, they, we, we get to go through, like, the VIP entrance, like where the players park and everything, like and under the stadium. Somebody? Yeah, and you, you, you go in and you walk right into this big suite, and it's this whole, you know, big VIP treatment and as soon as we get there this guy walks up to us and introduces himself and i i didn't know who he was um you know i w- wasn't expecting to meet anybody else there but i i left that day thinking jesus this kid is going to be like the next you know he's like this kid's going to be it. yeah this kid's going to be on espn or you know nbc or cbs or whatever i mean do not be surprised if in 10 years you see this guy on a national TV broadcast doing sports or news or something because he's super passionate. He's got a great attitude about it and he's working really hard at it. Yes. And so he, so the man we're going to introduce you to his name is Cedric Granger. He is an Ohio university student. You're a junior, right? Yeah. And so he's been working for WATH in Athens broadcasting high school sports. And he's also worked with like the Southern Ohio Copperheads and some of the other, uh, I mean, like Ohio He's University. Everywhere. Yeah, you've done a high. You've worked for OU, covering OU sports. So I mean, this this kid. He's a, so he's a broadcasting student, and I, th- I think he's going places. And I said, well, you've got to come down to Jackson sometime. This is only so when you hit it famous, the, we can you say remember we, knew you we win, said nice things remember, about you. Yeah, that we had you yeah. here first. And we got it on video. So there's video. evidence. <laughs> and uh, so I thought we would. So he's at OU getting this great education, all this great experience. So I thought we would invite him down here and give him some bad experience and some say, bad. Show him how the other half lives. Show him how the other half lives. Show him how to not do it. Show you how to not. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give up my seat. Oh, this is going to be I'm so Because I'm tired fun. of talking on this show. <laughs> 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 I, I guess I, I'm not taking offense to that because I feel like it's the show and not me that you're talking to me. <laughs> but I would like to introduce Cedric Granger. Yay, Cedric! Come on over. He is a precious. Hey. Hello. What's going on? What's going on? Thanks for that very warm welcome. And you know what? This is going on the top of my resume, Jen. You know, no. this is a heck of an experience. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Well, you were just on the radio over at on WKOV, so that was fun. You got to hear about the butthole talk. Yep, yep, that was uh, <clears throat> quite entertaining. You know, your first impression, you as a junior <laughs> in college, you're going up to the Jackson Station, you've got your Sunday's vest on, and you're like, okay, here we He's go. He's ironed his shirt Real and everything. Real radio station yeah. up there. Oh my gosh, this is so huge because ours is like a smaller building. So it's like, oh my gosh, this is the big lease. We got a full converted Walmart yes. here. And you're just like, oh, this is this is the conversation. Yes. This is hilarious. I love the vibes. I already <laughs> love the vibes. So I'm just like, you just feel comfortable immediately because, yeah. you know, it's just like everybody can be themselves on the air. And that's the power with radio as well, too. When people can really feel like they can be themselves on the air. Yeah. That's when you got some great stuff and getting to hear, uh, of course, Mad Porter, everybody like that. Just 
great broadcasting. That's awesome. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself because um, you go to OU, but you said that you're actually from Columbus. So tell us, uh, tell us what you, how, how you grew up and all that. Yeah. So I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio, Northeast corner of it in uh, New Albany. And I ended up attending St. Charles Preparatory School. So that oh, was a cool. very fun experience. All boys, Catholic school. Uh, there was definitely some challenges. Of course, we all had to take Latin. So we were in a class, <laughs> 80 people, uh, about two or three classrooms that you think without the walls combined. Oh so it's my, like, taking Latin. Yeah, it's like a mm. lecture hall, like a lecture yeah. hall for two yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good experience to build a lot of character. And I really enjoyed my time there. Um, also had some really great parents. Um, Did you like, learn how to cuss in Latin? <laughs> there may have been some dirty sentences. Ah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we'll talk about that off the air. Yeah, yeah that, that's okay. a off the record <laughs> stuff for you, Jen. Uh, but yeah, it was a great experience being able to grow up. Um, of course, grew up in church as well too. My dad's a deacon. My oh. stepmom is a minister. Shout out to uh, Cedric Granger Sr. and Shally Granger. Also, my sister Olivia Granger, who was one of my best friends oh, growing that's up. So good. Uh, we used to love watching the Game Show Network. We have all types of like inside jokes with each other from our favorite uh, TV shows. So I grew up in a very loving family. Also, I have to mention uh, my mom, who unfortunately passed away uh, right before my freshman year. Granger as she had a really big influence on my life and uh, she really gives me that like energy um, her uh, energy and charisma was something that really stood out while she was a teacher and then of course while she would tutor and whenever she would like speak in church it's like a Sunday school teacher or whether it was in big church um, just I was so influenced by her spirit and her energy and I feel like it still lives through me whenever I'm on the air or whenever I'm broadcasting or speaking to anybody. It does. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's awesome. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, being able to go to St. Charles <laughs> and also have a church like New Salem Missionary Baptist Church, they gave me a lot of opportunities uh, to speak and be able to get in front of audiences, whether that was doing a prayer or whether that was being able to call the grade school football games that were uh, going on at the high school, which was pretty exciting because <laughs> I'm like, how cute. <laughs> you got 16 year old Cedric up here being like, oh my gosh, I can press this button and I get to broadcast out to the world. And it was all these parents and it got really intense. The grade school games, oh. I tell you, the parents are rough. They are. They are. Like, my goodness, when one team was losing 38 to 0, the parents from the losing team came up to me saying I was broadcasting biased. And it's just like, there's only so much you can do. I know. There's only so much you can do when one team is scoring all tell the touchdowns. Tell your kid to score then. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, yeah. no, parents are woof. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It definitely is. But it does, like, it just showcases the passion and everything like that, too. And, you know, yeah. it's kind of entertaining to watch sometimes you yeah know? yeah it would be well you know and i think some of the things that you mentioned i think are so very crucial for like for for a, a child that you had the opportunity i grew up um so my dad owned these radio stations before uh, the stockmeister family did so i've i think i've been here the longest of anybody but um but i grew up in that and had the opportunity to well i don't know if opportunity is the right word it was more like here's a microphone jennifer go out to the whatever festival and start talking to people like interview people and but you had that opportunity growing up to like get out and do the public speaking thing and all that and that is um it's game changing for a child when you grow up um comfortable with that and then that's probably uh definitely been influential in like how you are the way you are today yeah, it certainly has. I've seen those as like opportunities for the seeds to be planted, where yes. one of the things that is a big fear for a lot of people in the world is like public speaking. Sure, absolutely. And whenever you're in front of a camera or in front of an audience, it can be very difficult to really not have those nervous butterflies going and that nervous energy going whenever you take stage. But and it becomes having all, all those about opportunities. that and not about what you want to say or whatever. Sometimes it just like overcomes you. Yeah, exactly, Jen, where you're spending a lot of your energy instead of focusing on what you want to say or what information you want to convey. Yeah. You're really thinking like, okay, how do I manage my nerves? How do yeah. I calm myself? And I feel like having all those opportunities allowed me to be like, all right, 
I'm not afraid. I don't want, right. not afraid to be the first person to put my hand up at the Reds affiliate day. And right. Which you did, by the way, they were telling us. That's so cool. Yeah, it was so exciting just to be able to be there where you get to hear the radio broadcasters that you like listen to every single day when you're at the station. It was just awesome. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's Tommy Thrall right there in front of you. Jeff, the cowboy Brantley right there in front of you. And you're like, yeah, you got to ask a question. Not to mention all the players that were there. Uh, of course, you had the manager, David Bell, there too. And these are people you've watched on TV. Yeah. You hear interviews from on TV. You're like, wait, and they're, they're, like, they're, they're real people. <laughs> <laughs> real people. Oh my it's gosh. It's not a myth. It's yeah. not a myth. <laughs> like they're not computer generated. They actually exist. Like, I don't know. It's so funny when you see like the players on TV and then go to a game or whatever. You're broadcasting a game. It's, it's so different. Yeah. that they actually do exist in real life and they get up like we do every morning and you know whatever because you put them up on this like crazy pedestal situation yeah you sure do i mean at my uh, high school that i cover athens high school i mean joe burrow is not really any bigger figure pretty much in the state of ohio than uh joe burrow and yes. you can see that there his stadiums named after him already just a couple of years now being in the league and then uh, his uh, whole there's a whole display in the high school right in front of the gymnasium that has all of his like jerseys from his LSU one, his Athens one, his Bengals oh, one, cool. a Bengals Rams Super Bowl football is in there too. So it's just like they feel like larger than life characters. But hopefully, just keep working hard, and then I'll be able to be calling NFL games one day. That'd be a, a goal in the future. I like have no doubt that you probably will be doing that, and then you can come back and say. That you knew us, we can say we knew you win. Mm -hmm. And we got video evidence because in journalism school, we always learn about evidence <laughs> and just being able to verify things. And we got video evidence. We do. Here he is. Here he is. So, how did you end up going to OU? Yeah. So, OU, um, this was one of my five school choices that I was thinking about. Mm. This was my only one gym that was in state. Because uh, a lot of uh, the other schools that I was thinking about were like, hey, I kind of want to leave the state, maybe explore somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, get out and about. So um, other schools that I applied to, applied to Notre Dame, I applied to Syracuse as well as Elon, and then Wake Forest was one of my top schools as well okay. because um, there is a big broadcast hub in Winston-Salem with Learfield IMG, which is one of the main broadcast uh, partners for a lot of different schools. So I was like, hey, maybe go there and could start working in those opportunities. Uh, but overall, Ohio University, as soon as I stepped foot on the campus, I uh, worked with the Diversity Visit Day program, which was wonderful to be able to be there uh, and just experience OU uh, from that angle. And then my second visit was more of like a broadcast focused one where I got to see uh -huh. the WOUB's uh, Hardwood Heroes, which is the basketball show that is done on campus. And when I saw there were students that were maybe one or two years older than me getting a chance to broadcast live on TV locally, such a big opportunity that I was like, yes, OU, it is home. Not to mention just the culture of the school, Jen. Yeah. It's just such a great culture. You feel like it's just home no matter where you're at. Everybody's so kind and so nice. And it really feels like a family because sometimes with some schools, you can have this like elitism complex that is there. Agreed. And it's something that could definitely be a turnoff <clears throat> when looking at schools. But OU, they did not have that. And I'm really appreciative of that opportunity to be able to go to Athens. Uh, it's in-state as well, too. So it's nice to be able to just go back an hour and I'm back home in Columbus. Yeah. Um, also can go around all these like nice small towns around here. I can go and visit different areas like uh, Red River Gorge down in Kentucky is not too far away. Uh, there's just like fun places all around within driving distance that I really enjoy with being mm -hmm. in Athens. There's also Jackson not too far away, whoop, huh? Whoop. Yep. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, you are correct on that. And Athens, so, you know, Athens is the college, uh, you know, the, the population of Athens is not such a big, um, you know, number of people when college is in session, obviously. How about how many students does OU have? Yeah, we're just like under 20,000 yeah. total. Yeah. So, you know, when you have 20,000 people all of a sudden coming to your town, it makes quite a big difference. But um, it's just neat because Athens is its kind of own thing and then you have all these outlying communities as you said and they're all so different and that's what makes it so fun and then of course the beauty of our area is great with Hawking Hills and and Nelsonville and all all of the you know things around so yeah I could see where a person from Columbus would be like hey this is pretty cool coming down to coming down to Appalach yeah of course just driving <laughs> through it too it's one of the most beautiful it beautiful is. drives uh no matter what time you go especially if it's like around sunset or sunrise Jen oh my goodness yeah beautiful drive also people who put up their christmas lights and you can see that like 
through uh, the hills as they're starting to form. Uh, once you get past like Lancaster and that sort of area. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Just absolutely love that drive. And even just the drive this morning too, uh, from Athens to Jackson, uh, down 32 yeah. West. My goodness. Super easy drive. drive. Uh, some would say boring, but like, <laughs> you know, you get it in the fall or whatever. Hey, about halfway down, there's a bald eagle uh, that lives. So you may see see him. And he tends to stay in the middle of the of the two four lanes, and then he'll wow. swoop up. So, yeah. I've right. seen him numerous times. He's pretty cool. Oh, that means it looks like I got to keep coming back That's until right. I see that. You until know? you see that eagle. <laughs> it is funny because I didn't know if he was still around, and one of my friends posted <clears throat> the other day that, that he had swooped over their heads. So I was like, cool, he's still there. Or she, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. So, all right. So you have been actually, so you got to OU and uh, so you have what? Another year left. Yep. Year and some change. Yeah. Year and some change. So what, what's the future hold for you? What are you going to get into in, in the next uh, year and change at oh. OU? And then I know we'll talk about what you hope to do. Yeah, so um, at OU, uh, we'll be working with uh, our next level of sports. So we'll be doing spring sports coming up. So baseball and softball Mm. are our primaries uh, for that season. And this year, we're working to try to get it on ESPN3 for the very first time in school history. So that would be a very big move. Uh, But it would be great to be able to have opportunities not only to broadcast, which is what they try to give a lot of students those opportunities to do so, to develop a lot of broadcasters. That's awesome. It is. I really love what they're doing with uh, with JP and uh, Jordan Bowes. What they're doing down there (laughs) is fantastic for the students. And then also the production side, that is something that's very important as well for a broadcaster to be able to know is how to run a camera, how to be able to run replay, how to do audio, how to do all those sort of things. Uh, So having those opportunities, I mean, it's just invaluable. This is the things that make you very employable to a lot of different companies and organizations. And we're getting that experience at Ohio University, which is just phenomenal. Yeah, you can't. I mean, that's just unbelievable. And, you know, hands on is the way to learn. Right. So as I said, I always laugh about this. I used to get so mad at my dad because he'd have somebody call off or whatever. He'd be like, hey, go up and uh, grab a microphone and go out to the Wild Turkey Festival and interview people. And I'd be like, I don't. He's like, well, you're just going to have to do it. So just go learn. (laughs) And that's the way you learn. You know, you learn by doing. And you guys have that opportunity, which is fantastic. It sure is. And they're very patient with us, too, because sometimes we won't have the best productions every now and again because I'll make a mistake or some other people make some mistakes. But they understand that we're all learning. And that's That's what's so great. It's a great environment to do it. And, uh, yeah, that's something that uh, we will definitely be working on uh, coming up this spring. Also, we'll get to finish off this basketball season uh, with Athens High School and then go into their baseball season as well, which should be exciting. And we also hope to pick up some softball games as well, too, on the radio. So it'll be awesome to see what Athens got cooking in terms of baseball and softball, uh, basketball season. They're doing okay in the conference as well this year, and I'm excited to see how that ends. I'll be calling their next game on Friday against Nelsonville, York. So that's a bit of a rivalry up there in Athens County. So it is Is definitely one to watch. But yeah, that is me. So that is me at the um, Ohio Bobcats football game. So I do their on-field announcing uh, for Ohio University marketing. So whenever they do those like fun games in the middle of those commercials and everything, I was the one helping to run that. Uh, But I really appreciate Jacob Rockoff. He gave me that opportunity uh, this past fall. And uh, for now, every football game uh, for the rest of my college career, I'll be out there getting to do the announcing. You're that Getting to guy. work with fans and everything, too. Cool. It's phenomenal. I love it. And getting to work with Rufus, of course. Getting to do <laughs> dance cam and all the fun oh, stuff. Look like, how cute you are. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you. I think um, the best moment from that, Gen 2, was uh, when we did the gritty cam. So we had all these kids from Alexander um, elementary and middle school during uh, their school district, they came down and um, they were like, all right, we're going to do a gritty cam sponsored by Ohio Health. And uh, they had all the kids, like we all started like hitting the gritty, like uh, Jamar Chase on the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was definitely a fun That's thing to awesome. watch and got a lot of people like excited. And it helped too. The football team for OU had a great season. They didn't yes. lose once at home. Yeah. The whole season, they were phenomenal. And uh, to be able to continue that crowd high get the energy going it was just great to be a part of such a fantastic season for the cats where they won 10 games i mean 10 and 3 is a great year yes it is great bowl win as well at the end of it 
That's in uh kind of uh not a lot of not a lot of bowl wins out there, are there? No, not a ton. Yeah, yeah. you're only talking maybe 20, 25 different winners for that. And of course, you have to qualify to even get to that place. Yeah. And you get an hour free vacation for all the players, which a lot of these athletes I work with as uh, an RA. I'm an RA at James Hall, which is one of our oh, athletic you're, buildings. You're that guy. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that guy. No, I'm more on the I'm chill just side. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's RAs, and then there's like RAs. <laughs> mm, you know how it is. You know how it yeah. Is. <laughs> there's that guy, and then that guy. Mm -hmm. Cool. But, or just uh, the guy the you know guy. yeah yeah i get it well that's a whole other story we can talk about off the mm -hmm. off the air but that's right that's right um no that's so cool so when you're talking about espn espn3 plus all of those is that would that be actually you know on air like a tv broadcast right so not necessarily just radio but tv as well yes yeah, so that would that's be TV. Exciting. yeah it's like you get the bright cameras you're in the convocation center at ohio university and when you first step foot on the canvas, it just feels so big. You're like, my goodness, Convocation Center. You still know this is Division One basketball. This is Division One volleyball, uh, Division One wrestling, and you're. It's all really surreal. I remember yeah. my first time doing it was uh, for volleyball during my sophomore year. So I played two sports in high school. I was a football player in the fall, and then I was a volleyball player uh, in the spring. So I had a lot of knowledge about the game of volleyball coming in. Okay. So I was asked to do uh, color commentating for volleyball throughout my sophomore season for a sophomore year, I should say, uh, for a couple of games working nice. with uh, Claire Geary. And it was awesome to just be able to be there. But like the first time you're there, you're like, oh my goodness. Oh my, like I was so amped. I think I almost like yelled and probably broke the uh, soundboard <laughs> or something like that because I was just so amped to be able to be on there. Like I was like, yeah, it's the, it's the uh, Bobcats and it's the uh, Eastern Michigan Eagles. They both have the convocation center as their stadium name. And I was just like, <laughs> it ended up getting on TikTok where there was like a Toledo uh, volleyball player who like watched the video and they're like, who is this broadcaster? He's so excited. <laughs> but it was just really cool having that. Now my junior year, I've gotten to grow a lot more comfortable with mm -hmm. all of the things, whether it was like a producer talking in your ear or whether it was just all the moving parts that are going on. Because with radio, it's kind of nice because you kind of run your own roadmap. Um, it's mm -hmm. basically, there's no video that you need to correlate what you're saying to. Yes. So it is more about like, hey, where direction do you want to steer the ship? Um, in terms of ESPN, there's a producer that you're working with in order to come up with a plan for how you're going to get from point A to point B. So as a result, it's a little bit of a different skill set where you're like, okay, they're going to have this on video. We have coach coming up or we have replay coming up. Yes. That means you need to kind of tailor your words to what's going to be on video. Kind of similar to like what we're doing here when the picture of um, the me with um, on the Ohio's uh, Bobcats field, Frank Solich field. When right. that came up, we're like, oh, yeah, that's a conversation we can uh, have on that sort of aspect. So it's kind of cool to yeah. see how that kind of syncs up. It all like works together. So many moving parts, but it's great to be a part of a cog in this machine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and that's a whole other animal, the, the adding the video part. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. But I still think uh, you're you're going to be doing all that someday. Hey, I really appreciate it. And <laughs> I feel really confident about it, Jen. I've been given really great, um, just a great foundation to be yeah. able to build off of from middle school and high school and what I've gotten to learn back then as yeah. well as just high school and college and being able to learn a lot at Ohio University and I'm really have a lot of respect for what they've been able to do especially throughout COVID because coming in I was Oof. a class of 2020 oh no tough year to graduate yeah uh so a lot of the uh. stuff was like online so my graduation was on YouTube and then freshman year of college uh, that also was at home because of just how COVID affected. Yeah, you guys got like, gypped. Yeah, yeah, that's not it, cool. That's a very rough time to have it. So mm -hmm. it's made our class pretty tough, though, and it's given us yeah. opportunities. We're like, hey, we're going to look for opportunities um, in other areas and not just only be like, okay, college, it's great, but if we're off campus, how are we going to find ways to be able to broadcast or speak and sure. find different ways? So I would broadcast on Snapchat, Jen. I would go on Snapchat and would like, it'd be the Ohio State game or whatever game was on TV. I would like take my phone out, have it on Snapchat, 
would uh, broadcast the game uh, with it, and people could like interact with the story and everything That's awesome. like that. And Good it was a great you. way to just like you know stay engaged with what you want to do, Jen. Well, and you know not only that, but just stay engaged with people, which was so tough at mm-hmm. you know that time as well. So knowing that there was somebody out there and you were actually reaching them would be great. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head right there, Jen, because, yeah, it was tough to, like, talk to people, whether it was, like, dating experiences or whether that was just even friendship experience. I only had, like, one friend in town, so I was glad me and my uh, really good friend, Anthony, one of my best friends in the world, uh, we just hung out a ton. I also hung out with my other best friends, Gabe. Uh, we go down to his campus to try to get a little college experience, which would be a little trippy because some of the students down there at his school would be like, oh, yeah, I partied at OU last week, and I'm like, I'm not even on campus yet. How'd you yeah, get like, there? How'd you what? Get there? But um, hey, it's OU. There's always a party. There always is. <laughs> but uh, each of those guys, it was great being able to um, hang out with them. But on the other side of things, it was just tough because I wanted to meet a lot of new people as well at the school. Yeah. No, and and that's like part of the college experience. People <clears throat> ask me about, you know, college, and I was like, well, it's fifty percent school and fifty percent like finding yourself, learning about responsibilities and, right, and right. all of this stuff as well. And when you don't have that half of it, that it takes away from your experience. Yeah, it certainly does. It's like a half a year that we're never going to be able to get back. Yeah. Even our first uh, semester back uh, during the spring semester um, in 2020, 2021, uh, that transition, it still is one where we had a very small portion of campus there, mostly only freshmen and sophomores that were there as well, too, yeah. on campus, um, where the first half was mostly like juniors and seniors. So it was something where you didn't get that full grasp of what college is like in full, but you did get like a little bit of that experience. It almost felt like glorified summer camp in a yeah. way those first couple of days because everybody had to get in so early because they had to space out moving because of just all the people that were like, okay, we don't want to have too many people coming in due to COVID. So you are all going to move in like, two weeks early you were going to move in a week and a half early so the first like week and a half two weeks we didn't have any classes and it was just great just just to like go and interact (laughs) with people so uh washington hall at ou such a fun hall to be at during my freshman year and had a great culture and um me and some of my friends from that area and from the um building we went and like knocked on every person's door in the dorm to get to know each other to create like a big network just because we're like oh my gosh we're all so starved for just interaction with people our age yeah and then it would be great too because then some of my friends from back home would be able to visit on occasion as well so my friend anthony would be able to come down gabe would be able to come down and um it would just be great so that everybody could like be able to see campus and then sports slowly started coming back as well and that season was spring we had so many sports available so that's how we got started with play by play where me and my friend carl i work with at 970 wath um we got our first opportunity to call it field hockey we didn't know anything about it throughout the first couple of couple of games it was was rough a little bit but we got a lot better they took the sticky thing and they hit the ball and yeah it also didn't help that a COVID uh brought the team down to have to play a player down so that even added more to the to the uh strangeness of that season but it was great it was cool to like have that experience of learning a new sport because that's something i value a lot now jen where i'm still using that skill where it's like hey cedric can you call wrestling this week and i'm like i've never watched it before i haven't watched it on espn i should say or on a big time broadcast but Mm -hmm. yes let me take the time to learn let me talk to former wrestlers to learn about the sport and that was great to be able to have that skill and it all started from freshman year not being afraid to let's go learn about field hockey and now i broadcasted field hockey for every year that i'm here at, that i've been at ohio university jen so that's awesome yeah else. and and just as long as you're willing to take the time to, to learn right amen to that so let's talk about your um your future i'm just wondering you know i was in college shall we say i like to say just a few years ago just yesterday you know yeah <laughs> it was a few years ago um and i know you know what my experience was like in, in graduating and then going out into the to the workforce which you know you have these like visions of oh there's going to be somebody there when you get your diploma to help guide you into the future and basically they're like here's your diploma get out we're ready for the next people (laughs) you know whatever and you're like now what so what is it like now? Is it is it similar to that? You know, when when you graduate, are you kind of on your own to find your 
way or, you know, do you have a plan? Yeah, so there are definitely, uh, that's one of the things that's really up in the air for a lot of college students in this generation, just because the job market is very difficult nowadays as well, especially after COVID kind of hurt the economy the way Mm -hmm. that it did. Uh, It's very tricky to be able to find like, hey, I want to go find a job immediately in broadcasting or immediately in play-by-play. But you just have to be like really aware of what the field is like, where I know broadcasting is something where it takes years to be able to build yourself up to get to a place like the Reds or get to a place like an NFL team or to CBS or NBC or ESPN um, and having those opportunities. But I think one thing that's really helped is getting all this experience, Jen. And I think this will allow me to be able to leverage that for some other opportunities. So they may not be the biggest opportunities out the gate, uh, but just being able to take advantage of what opportunities are given, that could be the way that I would definitely go. So I would love to either uh, spend a couple extra semesters uh, working with one of the stations around either Athens or Jackson, kind of staying within this to just continue getting more and more experience. Um, but also some other routes as well as minor league baseball. So minor league, uh-huh. uh, there are a lot of opportunities there, especially if they do expand major league baseball, which I'm actually kind of hoping for a little bit because that creates new jobs, uh, that creates yes. more minor league affiliates that are available too, and they'll need broadcasters. So that's something that uh, I would also like to uh, work for. Also, there are graduate school programs. That's an opportunity that I wasn't thinking too much about until I attended Reds Affiliate Day. And started discussing like with some other people that were there about some possible good schools. And people were talking about how IUPUI has a really good program. Also Syracuse, of course, with a really great uh, graduate school program. Uh, so there are a couple of different routes. And to in order to kind of navigate all these different paths, I have a lot of mentors that I really depend upon. So I talk to um, guys from ESPN like my cousins. Uh, John uh, Kosis is also a minor league broadcaster that he can tell me about that experience. Uh, also, the encouragement from my girlfriend, Emer Goss. Uh, she really helps me a lot in just being able to like go and how to navigate these different things and just encouraging me for whatever path I take. So it can be very difficult, but I feel very confident that there will be opportunities available. I just have to be a little bit patient sometimes and just be willing to work a lot of different things. Because some people are like, oh, high school, it's not like college or it's not like professional league. It's all different. But all of it is so valuable. There's sure communities is. that are you get to interact with. And getting to read about what uh, Marty Brenneman and Joe Nuxall and their impact on like the Cincinnati community or specifically Joe with like the Hamilton County community and that whole area – Uh, Being a broadcaster, it's just bigger than just being able to announce all the games. You're really a member of the community. You're a conduit uh, for that. And having that opportunity to be that for no matter how small or how large the community, it's something that just makes you smile ear to ear, you know, Jen? Yeah, I think so. And you're exactly right. You know, it is bigger than getting... <clears throat> on in front of a microphone and, and blabbing for you know a few hours or whatever like you have to be part of the community and you know people <clears throat> you know you get on the tv and you turn on the today show in the morning and you feel like you know those folks right because you right, spend right. your morning with them or whatever and it's the same uh whether it be radio or tv or whatever so yeah absolutely and it's a responsibility that you have as a broadcaster too to yeah. you know to represent and and to support the community Yeah, it certainly is. And it's been great to have that opportunity um, to do that within the Athens community, uh, being able to broadcast for the Southern Ohio Copperheads last summer. And then also with Athens High School. I love the Copperheads. They run a great organization over there, um, not only just because of good baseball and keeping the price at a great family rate where $5 to be able to get in and they are not raising that price ever. Um, as long as Bill LaRue and uh, Annie Valent are in charge, which is just phenomenal being able to have that access. And last year, they um, also had a rule now where if a kid is wearing either a Joe Burrow jersey, a Little League jersey, or just uh, comes in with any Copperhead swag, they get in for free as well to the Copperheads game. So just talk about fun where you could be able to bring your whole family, say you're a family of five. It's only 10 bucks for the two parents to be able to go enjoy some baseball during the summer. And it was just so awesome being able to be a part of that atmosphere at Bobberin Stadium where you had all the kids sitting on the Copperheads dugout where the players were like superheroes to them. But they would always <laughs> love to like interact with them so and cute. be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to get a home run for you right now or something oh, like that. Or that. when one uh, kid asked the coach, what's your favorite Gatorade flavor? And went and got the coach 
his favorite orange Gatorade, which was just, oh my God, that's so special to like hear little stories and little tidbits <laughs> like that. As there was just a true connection between uh, the Copperheads community and uh, the players and the broadcasters and all the people working for it. And also just the fun games. It has like that minor league style vibe where you had the orange crush race, where you had a person in an orange bodysuit racing kids um, <laughs> along the back wall and the warning track. And it would just be hilarious to see that, whether it was um, us one time disguising one of our running backs from the Ohio football team who was oh. working for us. So we let him run it once. Oh. Uh, I don't think we let him run it again. Because we we need losing. to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also we've had other runners and everything. It would always be like a point of emphasis. Hey, who's going to win? Who's going to win the orange crush? Or are the kids going to get it this time? And when the kids won, it would always be super exciting. And it was just one heck of a vibe. I loved uh, working for the Copperheads. And if you yeah. got an opportunity to do so, definitely come to a Copperheads game. Not very far away uh, from all of you in Jackson and the surrounding area. Uh, so they're just a very fun team, very fun place to work for. You know, and baseball is just a blast to go to. Baseball is one of the, my husband played college baseball, so, but I don't necessarily want to like see, like sit down and watch a game on television, but there is a whole other feeling of being there in the stadium and just being at the game. And it is so fun and just eating hot dogs and like, you know, whatever. It's just, it's a good time. It's just chill. You can sit, put your feet up, and just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. And it's that perfect time in the evening where it starts to get like a little bit cool and everything. So yeah. it's nice. Plus, we had a signature hot dog too, the Copperhead Crunch Dog. What? <laughs> Speaking of baseball, one of our own might be playing uh, some pro ball this year. What? Did you know that JJ tried out for the Reds? Did hear about that. I know they had uh, some opportunities to go down and take some uh, BP. Yeah so, yeah, so we all took BP the other day, but JJ, he was really pushing for a, uh invitation mm-hmm. to spring training. Do you, do you think he's going to get it? Well, uh, we, we got some tape. We showed this yesterday, but I, Jen, <laughs> oh, you probably no. haven't let's seen this. And no, I, don't, I, but I doubt Cedric either. hasn't oh, seen it. I can't so let, let's, uh, let's check out JJ's uh, Reds audition tape. Oh. Has there been any discussions? Because I made quite the scene in the hitting cage. I mean, I was really putting the bat on the ball. A lot of talk. Any any chance I'm going to get signed to maybe like a spring training deal? You know, I doubt it. <laughs> Nick's up there. Go ahead. Have a, uh, have a talk. See if you got some video. And then let's see what happens. You never know. Ever hit one? I know. He, he got one. He got one. At least. See? Um, I don't think he should hold his breath. Hey, at least there was no scoreboard. There was no count. The only thing that really can convict him is that video. Fortunately, there is that video. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about, yes. Darn it, that video. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. (laughs) It is. It's a double-edged sword sometimes, too. It's kind of what social media is in this world, too. It's so important for a brand to be able to keep things up. And uh, Dylan, I heard you uh, convince um, them to start a TikTok here, which is pretty impressive on your part. (laughs) I did convince them. And it's it's fun because I just like take videos like this and I do the aspect ratio and I can like capture you on one side, like once, like three seconds, you three seconds, Jen cut back and forth and it looks really cool see look at that look at that just in high school too already as well hey you got to think about ohio university (laughs) i am i'm going to ouc next year yes sir love to hear it love to hear it. yeah and um he evidently did you do a tiktok really about buttholes yes i did (laughs) (laughs) well it's not okay it was about a discussion about that that happened on the yes, a scholarly radio? discussion about it. Yes. yes. So Cedric, I was actually curious if you might know anything about this. There's an OU film competition coming up, and me and my friends are entering in that. Are you involved in that? Uh, I am not, but I do know some people that do uh, different films. So one of my friends, uh, Turner, I uh, he actually did a film called Mega Racer, and I acted in it. Um, they needed a broadcasting role for it uh, for their race. Um, it was all about like car racing and everything like that. Uh, really great film and it was great to be able to be a part of it so if it is at the athena where the films are being shown if that's going on uh is that this saturday if i remember right uh, i think they're doing a meeting this saturday and it, like it's a submission like submit your team like who's going to be on it and then the next week's a meeting and then you have two days to film and it has to be finished at the end of those two days oh god so that's, that's a very that's an yeah, expedited my process my goodness we're yes. going to stay the night at my friend's house and just work the whole 48 hours 
Yeah, I wonder. So what's your uh, film about then? Uh, we don't have any genres yet, so we can't decide until the 48 hours start. But oh, we they do don't. Know. Oh, wow. That's rough. Yeah. That's called the 48 hour film festival. Oh, it is. <laughs> but uh, we, our plan right now is to include a dream sequence. Like our friend is having a dream and he's going to be surfing on a giant subway sign because I just happen to have a ginormous subway sign. <laughs> So we have to include that. I, I, I need to make it worth my while. <laughs> no. I mean, when you yeah. have a ginormous subway sign, you got to use it, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, just asking for a friend, where do you uh, acquire a uh, <laughs> subway sign? Uh, uh, just they were going to throw it away. And I was like, no, 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 that is too good to throw away. You he cannot happens throw to that work away. there. Yeah, it's ginormous. So it's probably bigger than that desk. Oh, my goodness. Hey, one of these episodes, we could just... Have a replace the desk subway. If you're you're yeah, listening right you now, you want to sponsor single day, there you go. Agreed. Had I mean, some we, subway yesterday too. We've been trying to uh sucker crocs into sending us all free stuff forever. It's never worked. So we need oh, we should do a TikTok about crocs and see if they'll send us some. Yeah, call it a tick croc instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a tick croc. But uh one thing I'm like curious it. if you ever tried this. I know you commentate a lot. Have you ever shoutcasted? I have never shoutcasted yet. That would be something that uh, definitely would love to try someday. And then also, of course, anytime you have that with my volume and with my noise, you better hope you got a good audio board. We do. <laughs> what is shoutcasting? It's a uh, video game commentating. Yeah, e like esports and all that oh, stuff right there. Oh, gotcha. I mean, if you got a Discord, we could voice call you and you could join us one day. Yeah, yeah cause, be cool. so Dylan's um, on the esports team at at Jackson, and then um, they, he does a lot of stuff for the uh, team as well. Interesting. Uh, what uh, games do you play? I know a lot of people into like uh, Super Smash and love to compete over there. Super yeah. Smash Bros, Overwatch, Valorant, and weirdly enough, chess. Chess.com. No Rocket League. No. Hmm. We do have Minecraft. Minecraft. Huh? Okay. Some good games there too. That's a. It's a good group. But yeah, they have a really good esports program at OU as well. And uh, yeah, they have different competitions. And then also I have some friends who go to Ohio State who are big into esports and they do a lot of competitions with Smash. And um, they were offering me some opportunities to broadcast. But fortunately, I've been out of town, but would love to go do that. It'd be something cool to be able to do. And I get pretty excited whenever you got a Super Smash because whenever you're there with like cousins or whenever you get to play, it gets crazy. Like it you're does. talking about, there's trash talk. You got shouting back and forth and oh, everything. Yeah. Everybody's got specific characters the that they craziest. like go into. There's always the one kid that always spams Meta Knight, which may or may not be me sometimes. <laughs> the craziest thing about that, though, is when you're commentating it and then someone trade stocks. Like you both die at the exact same time. The noise in the room, it is awesome. <laughs> it is something else. So that's one thing where it's definitely what, going on. What the are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I was the horse queen once? <laughs> hey, we need a translation for that, too. Congratulations on that, though. That seems pretty cool. Clear back in 1990. Yeah. She's like that. Yeah. That was it. It's all been downhill ever since. Well, you're on TV right now. You're doing something right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. But no, uh, so Dylan is going to bring in his gaming system sometime because I know nothing about any of it and so he said he's going to bring in his gaming system we're going to hook it up and he's going to teach me how to play oh okay i got to tune in for that uh, I, I think it's going to be pretty exciting you'll have a little tutorial episode hey we could even have like if people say like hey what game system are you on and we could have people at home follow along with the tutorial right now so you could uh really spread the news about esports everywhere Dylan. like you've got I a big that. opportunity I... on your hands you got a platform I'm actually the like executive producer of a media team at our high school that's focused around esports, and we've done our best to spread the word how we can and what we do. Jen's seen this. We take one of our friends who's a commentator, a shoutcaster, and we have them do something <laughs> ridiculous to advertise it. The last one we did was he was being chased by a giant banana man. It, it was a banana man. Yeah. And we we and, and then then uh, they just started beating him with bananas and yeah. um, so then he went ultra instinct. It, it, <laughs> yeah. And then James, we had the banana costume in here one day and we had no idea <laughs> what it was because Dylan <laughs> was taking it to school. And so James puts it on. So there was a whole situation with that, too. But anyway, I know their least favorite Mario Kart item. My goodness. Yeah. Banana oh. and Mario Kart. 
Anybody know anyone in Mineral Wells, West Virginia? No, but Just, that's a great city name. My isn't goodness. it Mineral Wells, West Mineral Virginia? Mineral Wells. I like it. Sounds like really it. like something. Sounds like very um, touristy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go to Mineral Wells. We go to Mineral Wells. Yeah, and... I can see an Airbnb there yes. already. Now. <laughs> Mineral Wells, up on the hill with the you know snow falling down. Yeah, all of that. So. Quite quaint, quite quaint. <laughs> Well, heck, we have five minutes left. What do you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Well, college life, I think, is always a yeah, uh, fun time, sure. fun topic. Uh, with so you said you just turned 21. Just turned 21, which is fun. So yeah. and even though there's a lot of work that's going on, it's nice to be able to go out every now and again when I'm not on like RA duty or anything yeah. and go to like Lucky Sports Tavern, which um, for the national championship, I got to go there with my friends. We all watched the game and everything. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it wasn't very competitive. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we started off. It was a challenge where we do like a red theme shot every time Georgia scored or a purple theme shot every time TCU scored. That's so OU. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely uh, got into some fun over there. But uh, it really got to the point where it was like, yeah, it just was all red. We tried like every red shot they had on the day. <laughs> Fortunately, they were only like, they were very cheap there in that day. And uh, it ended up with us all seeing the BK theme song or that uh, commercial that's just everywhere right now. Uh, but yeah, it's just a very good time with uh, those every now and again. And even um, freshman party scene too, when I was a freshman, when everybody was just so desperate to go hang out yeah. and everything. It just was fun to be able to have like this internet where everybody would like run dorm parties sometimes and Aries would be like sometimes really chill about it too just because they know everybody's well, just been waiting just, for yeah. this. Yeah, I mean it's just, you, you can't be strict, man. You gotta let kids be kids. Mm -hmm. At and the end of the day. At the end of the day, as long as they're doing it safely, so what, right? Mm -hmm. and that's or what sort it's all of about. safely. <laughs> sort of safely, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they'll there'll be mistakes made or everything but all kind of learning processes too and but that goes back to the 50 percent that i talked about that's how you learn 50 percent of finding yourself and whatever 50 percent education mm -hmm. and i mean college. it's kind of interesting how we only describe like one side of it as being like a formal education where we're like oh the class works the education because that side is just as much of an education it as is. that that's just important skills 50 -50. to be able to learn and to be able to like interact and live and everything and now Going into my next job, as to what I'm going to be thinking of. So I'll be working with the Battle Creek Battle Jacks, Northwoods League. Now, what uh, is that? Up there. Um, so that is another summer baseball league team. Okay. Very similar uh, to the Copperhead, just in a different league. Um, so this is the most attended league uh, in the United States. Where so, are they? Uh, they're up in Michigan, Battle Creek, oh, okay. Michigan. So. so will you be spending the summer in Michigan then? Or? I will be. I will be. And as a Columbus cool. kid from Ohio, or a big Ohio State fan, Yikes. I know I'm going to hear it from a lot of the Michigan folk up there, especially because now Ohio State's on a bit of a losing streak against the Wolverines, which I've been so lucky throughout my lifetime to not have to deal with that until yeah. now. Uh, but now it's in uh, full force. So. Yeah. I'll hear it, but it'll be very fun to be up there, have like a full, like new experience in a different state. And I think it's going to be great for my learning. And I love to be sure. able to report back on all those stories uh, once I get back to town uh, the following year for the last ride to senior year. Oh, which is just man. Kind of nuts to think about. It's almost at the end. Can you it goes so quick. It sure does. does you blink your quick. eyes and it's like, yeah, almost done. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone that wants to listen to you call a game, when's the next game you have on WATH? So that'll come up this Friday. You can start listening on uh, 7.20 p.m. on 970 WATH Athens. It'll be Nelsonville, York, and Athens High Schools. It'll be a big rivalry game between two teams on the upper half of the TVC Ohio. So that's one definitely don't want to miss. I'll be on the call alongside my friend Darius Sefna, and we'll have all the action there for you from Book Tool. And so if you live outside of their broadcast area, you can go to yourtotalmedia.com, click on the radio tab, scroll down to WTH, and click on Listen Live, and you can listen anywhere online. Oh, so it's See? included on in our app as well. So now. it's not on the app, but the oh. link to the feed is okay. on our website. Right now, WTH has its own app. Okay. It's just WATH. Just search that in the app store. But uh, that may not last much longer. Okay. No. You could also use TuneIn as well, too, is that's like another app opportunity because, yeah, our app is kind of like down <laughs> as of recently. So, yeah, no, that's yeah. great. So you can get to, to hear more of Cedric here um, and uh, listen to him doing what he loves. 
Hey, Jen, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate oh, the opportunity you. as well as you, James. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. So fun. Come back count. and see us anytime. Oh, yeah. I love to come back. That drive is so beautiful. It's got to be worth coming back more and more right? and more. It is peaceful, right? It certainly is. It's yeah. very quaint, very nice. It has that mineral wells type of vibe. You know? <laughs> mineral wells, West Virginia. I'm hoping they left me a message because I want to be like, call them back and be like, so what's mineral, mineral wells, West Virginia like? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our good friend, Cedric, thank you. Uh, Grangers. Thank you for stopping by and, uh, come back and see us anytime. It's been a blast talking with you today. We'll do. We'll do everybody have a great rest of your day. That's right. And we'll be back here tomorrow with what are we doing, James? Since news in the health department. News in the health department. So we'll see you then. Bye everybody. This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton County and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com Check it out.